The year was 1263, and a priest by the name of Peter of Prague was on a pilgrimage to Rome, and he stopped in the small Italian town of Balsena to offer Mass on his pilgrimage to Rome. And it was an interesting time in the life of the church and for this priest, Peter of Prague. The church had very recently uh, defined and actually really wrote out and explained the doctrine of the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. And Peter of Prague struggled to understand it. Most priests at the time weren't the most educated people in the world. Some of them were, but others were not. And it was something that he struggled to grasp, something that he struggled to believe, something that he really couldn't wrap his head around, this idea of the real presence of Jesus in the most blessed sacrament. So when he went to Balsena to offer Mass, at the moment that he elevated the host, and at that time of the consecration, he doubted. He doubted the real presence. And what happened in that moment? From the host, blood started spilling out of the host, onto the corporal, onto the altar, onto the ground that he was offering Mass at. And in that moment, he knew, he knew that Jesus was really present in the most blessed sacrament. And so he, he knew at the time that the Pope was residing fairly close by in the little town of Orvieto. And so he brought the host and the, and the corporal to him. And the Pope immediately there declared the feast of Corpus Christi. The feast of the body and blood of Jesus. It's one of the great Eucharistic miracles in the church's history. And this miracle of Balsena illustrates the beauty, the power, and the truth of the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. And by this, brothers and sisters, we mean that in the Eucharist, Jesus is fully present in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. You know, a couple years ago, there was a Pew Research poll that said between 70 and 75% of Catholics believe that the Eucharist is just a symbol of Jesus, rather than believing that he is actually present. Uh, that, that's a number that keeps me up at night, honestly. And it's more of an indictment of those of us who teach the faith of the, as opposed to those who, who receive it. 70 to 75% of people do not believe that the Eucharist is the real presence of Jesus. Some people in that survey genuinely didn't know what the church taught, and others thought they knew what the church taught and wanted to believe it. The problem is their assumption about what the church taught was wrong. And many people, even in our own Catholic faith, believe that the Eucharist is merely a symbol. But as the great Catholic writer in the 20th century, Flannery O'Connor, was very devout, would say, she would say, if the Eucharist is just a symbol, then I say to hell with it. Because symbols can mean anything. We can turn anything into a symbol of anything. You could have Fred Bird eating toasted ravioli, holding a beer underneath the arch, and call that a symbol of St. Louis. And you would probably be right. But you can make anything a symbol of anything. The Eucharist is not a symbol. It is infinitely more than that. Jesus is really, truly, and substantially present in the most blessed sacrament. Now, we don't behold Jesus in the Eucharist the same way that we beheld Jesus at Calvary, with the thorns, his arms, and his legs pierced with nails. We behold Jesus under the appearance, under the appearances 
of bread and wine, just like at the Last Supper. And the words of institution by the priest make the entire Christ present again in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. Those words, this is my body and this is my blood. The same words that Jesus spoke at the Last Supper are spoken at every Mass today. It's important that that, that those words are in the first person. Because if I were to say this is Jesus' body or this is his blood, it almost implies there's a separation between that event at the Last Supper and what takes place today. No, we say this is my body as if it's the words of Jesus himself speaking to us 2,000 years after that seminal event. And these words of institution, brothers and sisters, have the power to change reality. The power to affect a substantial change at every Mass. They bring about something unique. We aren't saying these words to describe something. As if I say, this is a window, or this is a door. Again, as if I was describing something that was already there. No. The words of institution bring about a change. There's a distinct before and after. Before those words of institution, the the Eucharist is not present. But after those words of institution, Jesus is there on the altar before us. And so many people don't fully understand the beauty of the real presence of Jesus. And really, we also have to be honest, this isn't an entirely new phenomenon. Martin Luther, during the Protestant Reformation, essentially believed that the bread and wine remain bread and wine, but Jesus' presence has sort of been added to it, almost like as if Jesus has been uh, injected into the bread and wine. But the Council of Trent refuted this. Again, this is about 500 years ago, brothers and sisters. The church refuted this and said, the consecration changes the entire substance of bread into the body of Jesus. And the entire substance of the wine into the blood of Jesus. And this change we refer to as transubstantiation. Again, there's a deep change at the most fundamental level of what is in front of us. As Catholics, we believe that the Eucharist is not just bread with something added to it. There has been a change at the most fundamental level. But brothers and sisters, we also have to be honest that to believe in the real presence requires faith. Because our senses, our eyes, would simply tell us that it is bread and wine. St. Cyril of Jerusalem in the earliest days of the church says, Do not see in the bread and wine merely natural elements. Because the Lord has expressly said that they are his body and blood. Faith assures you of this, though your senses suggest otherwise. It does take faith. To believe in the real presence of Jesus. Again, think of those beautiful words from the hymn, the Tantum Ergo. Faith will tell us Christ is present when our human senses fail. You know, brothers and sisters, the real presence of Jesus is something that makes us Catholics unique. We're the only religious denomination that truly believes this, that God makes himself present and that we are able to receive him. And so it must be central to our evangelization to others. We hear people sometimes complaining about the church a lot. But how often do we tell them, what about the Eucharist? What about the real presence? 
You know, often the Eucharist is what keeps people Catholic when they struggle with other things in the church. That's often the first step, the last thing that's keeping them there. Why isn't this the thing that we talk about more as a people? And again, even for me as a priest, to say those words of consecration can still occasionally give me goosebumps. Even if this Mass is the 1,795th time that I will offer. It still gives me goosebumps on occasion to say those words, the same words that Jesus spoke. The real presence should instill within us wonder and joy each and every time we receive Holy Communion. But more than that, brothers and sisters, the real presence has real effects for us who receive it. We all know that saying, you are what you eat. And that most definitely applies to the most blessed sacrament. St. Leo the Great says that our participation in the body and blood of Christ aspires to nothing other than to become what we receive. Our participation aspires to become what we receive. We are called to, in a sense, become the Eucharist. We are called to become charitable after the sacrament of charity that we receive. We are called to be united with Christ after the sacrament of communion that we receive at Mass. So, brothers and sisters, today let us aspire to become what we receive. For we receive not mere bread and wine, nor just a symbol of Christ. We receive Jesus himself, made present as bread and wine are transformed into his body and blood. And let us today behold the Eucharist with the eyes of faith and see in it the face of God himself.